Bigfoot is real. Full stop. You know, there's been so many reports, so many people have seen this thing, so many people have smelled this thing over the years that it's real. And not only that, the best proof still remains the 1967 uh, Roger Patterson, Bob Gimlin film. Okay, these two guys, you know, went looking for Bigfoot back in 1967 in a place called Bluff Creek in Northern California. And uh, they filmed this incredible footage of a Bigfoot creature. And a lot of people over over time have tried to claim that this is this was fake, and you know all kinds of uh, people, all kinds of debunkers have tried to cl- say it was fake. It was a guy that stepped up in uh, 1998, you know, uh, uh, you know, over 30 years, 31 years after the incident, and claimed that he was the he wore the suit. Uh, this guy's name was Bob Hieronymus. I don't believe Bob Hieronymus. Uh, I know he took a lie detector test and passed, but that doesn't mean anything. That's not, you know, that doesn't prove a thing. Uh, Roger Patterson, who uh, filmed this, uh, you know, he died in 1972 of cancer, and and he claimed right until up until his till he died that uh, it, he really it really was real. That he really saw this thing. He really filmed it. Uh, Bob Gimlin, who's alive at this moment, you know, has claimed the same thing all these years. It's it's real. It was real. It wasn't a hoax. A lot of people like to say it's a hoax. You know, uh, you know, I don't know why, but you know, I guess to make money on books and whatnot. Um, but it's real. I mean, I've you could watch the the footage on YouTube. There's uh, multiple uh, videos on YouTube. A, a lot of them are really good. These uh, where they where they stabilized it, you know, made it high definition, and and it's real. I mean, the more this images made clear over the years uh, via technology the more real it becomes i mean there's just i find it more unbelievable that uh two cowboys in in northern california in 1967 were able to find someone find a someone to make a suit that looked like this i mean this thing had this was a female obviously a female uh bigfoot or as the indians call this thing sasquatch uh it had breasts um I mean, it, it, with these improved, uh, the stabilization and the improvements and the image quality, you could, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious this thing is real. It's a real thing. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it. This thing is real. This is a real animal. So when people say they see this thing, they're, they're, you know, some people might be, you know, making up lies and some people are telling the truth. Okay. I, but, I, but this is the best proof that we've ever had of this. I mean, there's, it's just, uh, there's nothing to compare to this. It's just, it's the best footage of, of a Bigfoot we've ever had. And, and it, it, again, it would be too incredible that, uh, that these two cowboys in, in California in 1967, uh, could find, uh, uh, makeup effects like this. I mean, it'd be impossible actually, actually, this thing looks better than the, than the, uh, primitive man that was depicted in the, in the opening scenes of, uh, Stanley Kubrick's 1968, uh, 2001, a space odyssey. I mean, those things don't look as good as this. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's, you see muscle movement in the legs in, in, in the, in the Patterson footage. Okay. Uh, planet of the apes also released in 1968 starring, uh, Charlton Heston, uh, the, the people are uh, playing the apes. I mean, that makeup, those makeup effects were, were great, actually, you know, but it was nothing compared to 
the real thing that we're seeing, the, the, a real Bigfoot. Okay. The, so, the, you know, Patterson uh, Gimlin footage is real and Bigfoot is, is real. It's a real thing. It's for whatever reason, we, uh, we were unable to prove this. We, we, I mean, we can't have, we don't have a, a we don't have a body. We don't have a captured one. That's for some reason, these things are just, they remain extremely elusive. Um, I met a guy back in the late 90s in, in 1999 uh, who had a Bigfoot encounter. Now, one of my friends told me that he had an uncle. This is, I was back in the 90s. Uh, he told me he had an uncle who said he saw Bigfoot back in the 70s. So I was working at a newspaper at the time, the Hazleton Standard Speaker, and um, I, you know, I got, I asked my friend if he can give me this guy's name. I, I want to see if he'll do this, do a story. I want to like to do an article on this because it was never, you know, it was only talked about in the, in the family. So I wanted to, you know, put this in the newspaper and he, my friend's like, oh, he's not going to do it. And I said, oh, I just give me his number. I'd like to, you know, talk to him, see what he says. And he gave me the number. So I contacted this guy. Um, his name was uh, Gary Urban. I contacted him and, uh, you know, I told him who I was, what I wanted to do. I wanted to do an article on this. And uh, he was very reluctant. He did not want to do it. I, I, I pretty much practically begged him. I was like, I'm very interested in this. I, I you know, I I think the Patterson-Gimlin footage is real. I, I believe a lot of these people, these sightings that have been reported, I mean, a lot of these people are credible. And I said, I'd like to get your, your story out there. And finally, you know, he agreed. So... Um, I met this guy and we talked, um, his sighting happened in, uh, Schuylkill County. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. Um, it was, uh, Monoy Township. And I actually, here's the, I actually, uh, pulled up the article here. I'm going to read the section of this article that uh, talks about, uh, Mr. Urban's experience that happened in 1975. Mahanoy City resident Gary Urban recently recalled a weird and wild day he had nearly 25 years ago, an experience that he says still raises the goosebumps on his flesh. It was the middle of the summer in 1975. Urban, then 16 and living in the Mahanoy Township village of Ellengown, had just bought a new Kawasaki 500 motorcycle. I remember that right after I got that motorcycle, it rained for a few days and I couldn't wait to take it for a drive, he said. A nice day finally came, and Urban took his new motorcycle for a spin. His testing grounds were a series of dirt roads and trails located east of Shenandoah, Pennsylvania, near the, <clears throat> near the small village of Yatesville. On a return trip to the area, Urban said he would never go there alone or without a gun because I still remember it like it happened yesterday. Recent rains had left many muddy spots and water-filled puddles along the road, but suddenly Urban came to a seemingly inescapable body of water in the middle of the road. He quickly locked up his brakes and the motorcycle slid through a puddle before stalling out on an island in the middle of it. After repeated attempts to restart the bike failed, Urban pulled out a cigarette and right when I struck the match I heard footsteps. There was someone walking behind me. The section where Urban's motorcycle stalled out was a was bookcased by heavy woods and was on land that was privately owned, he said. My first thought was that it was a game warden or a landowner ready to tell me that I wasn't supposed to be there, Urban recalled. As I turned around to where the noise was coming from, I, I remember I was already starting to think of an excuse to tell whoever it was. I turned to give him a story. However, what Urban saw wasn't a human being. What I saw was this creature walking away from me, he said. 
Urban said this was the most frightening experience of his life, and he froze in shock momentarily as a monstrous apparition traipsed about only a few yards away from him. The creature, Urban said it was at least eight feet tall and covered with heavy matted down brown fur or hair, or hair walked through the woods not needing to push the trees out of its way. It didn't even... It didn't need to move anything. Everything moved for it, he said. Urban said all the heavy brush and trees folded out of the creature's way as it walked, much like the grass moves when a person walks through it. He said he never saw the creature's face as it didn't turn to face him. Its shoulders, he said, were incredibly wide, similar to a football player with shoulder pads on. I couldn't make out the shape of its head, and it looked like it didn't have a neck, he said. I knew it wasn't a bear because it didn't have a bear's waddle, and it walked straight as an arrow through the woods. Urban said the creature must have been standing near or on the road just before his motorcycle stalled out. Because of its immense size, Urban said he Urban said he could have easily mistaken it for a tree if he had if he had in fact driven past it. After the thing disappeared in, in wood in the woods, Urban got the motorcycle started and went back to his Ellen Gowan home. When I got home, my mom said to me that it looked like I saw a ghost, he said. I told her she was pretty close. Urban said he tried to convince his brothers to go back to the site with him to look for footprints. He was adamant that he wasn't about to ever go there alone, but they didn't believe me. And he said the story even now might sound hard to believe. I know that what I saw that day was real, he said. What would I have to gain by telling people a story like this? Nothing. I'm a Christian, and if I had a Bible, I'd swear on it that I really saw it. Regarding photographs and film that allegedly depicted Bigfoot, Urban said he never seen anything that looks like the thing I saw that day. So, that guy was telling the truth. Gary Urban was telling the truth. He saw something that was, it wasn't a bear. It was a Sasquatch. It was Bigfoot. It was real. Bigfoot is real. I mean... Over the years, I've I've watched so many different th television programs, all the way going back to in, you know the old In Search of TV series with uh, the host Leonard Nimoy back in the seventies, uh, early eighties. There was they had episodes on about Bigfoot. Then you know there was there were all kinds of shows in the seventies. I remember as a kid watching it. There were shows about people you know with people who claimed to have seen that. Then you, you, there's been shows over the last over decades. They're still on TV talking about. There's there's people that, that made. They're, they're, they make TV shows looking for these things. They never find them. They're very elusive. For whatever reason, we're not able to uh, capture one of these, you know, dead or alive. Who knows why? Now, moving on. And in the same vein. You know, you know, Bigfoot, you know, <laughs> it's... What if this is the situation? What if the situation with Bigfoot is that it has these creatures are somehow connected with aliens? Actually, extraterrestrials have been providing some sort of protection for these Bigfoot to help keep them keep these things hidden from humankind. What if that's the case? Or what if uh, you know these creatures are actually extraterrestrials themselves, or or some sort of foot soldiers that work uh do work for extraterrestrials maybe there's maybe they're like uh some sort of humanoid slave that are doing things for extraterrestrials because it's, it's funny like it's, it's like they exist but we just still can't get one but the interesting thing is is over the years across the united states 
there have been situations where UFOs and Bigfoot, uh, you know, events happen hand in hand. And some of these things happened in Pennsylvania back in the early 1970s in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, they happened in uh, California, um, all over the place. So what if that's the case? What if, you know, you know, Bigfoot is actually, uh, you know, some sort of being that's receives protection from or is used by or uh, whatever, something that's connected with extraterrestrials. Well, there's been stories over the years. Um, there was in, in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, in, in July of 1966, there was five people uh, in a car that saw uh, a Bigfoot or saw a Bigfoot shortly after they saw a UFO landing. You know, there was a UFO land and then they saw a Bigfoot walking near this thing. Um, there were other stories uh, in uh California, in Southern California, uh, in 1968, uh, there was two prospectors out there uh, who they saw a, a flying saucer. It was, uh, you know, so they they followed this. Uh, they, they thought it was an explosion and they found this flying saucer that was uh, hovering over this canyon. And uh, below the canyon, they saw these uh, what looked look like Bigfoot, these beings with glowing red eyes. Uh, marching in a single file underneath this uh, saucer, you know, hovering over this canyon, hovering over these creatures. Uh, they, there was no sound. The creatures were making no sound. Uh, 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 the saucer was soundless. There was no sound, even though it was hovering off the ground. Um, and yet there was some, the only sound they did hear, they heard some like mechanical sounds like uh, that, that they described as like a church bell ringing. And uh, the, 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 suddenly these guys were they, they were shocked when they discovered there was two of these uh, Sasquatch standing right beside me behind them. And then that, these guys just took off. The, the beings were just standing there looking at them. These two you know, large Sasquatch were standing there just look staring at these guys. And then the guys took off. They were scared out of their minds. And then uh, in, in the 1973, there were a lot of things going on, uh, especially in. Uh, in Pennsylvania, many sightings of, of Bigfoot and UFOs at the same time, flying saucers or strange craft that seemingly was not man-made. Um, for instance, there was uh, three women who were uh, driving along a, along a wooded area uh, in western Pennsylvania in 1973, and they saw, well, they saw uh, three Bigfoot, three Bigfoot creatures. You know, seven foot tall these things were, and they saw them running down this ramp of a of a space of a landed spacecraft. Um, in another incident in Pennsylvania, there was uh, two teenage girls saw a, a Bigfoot creature uh, walking around holding a, 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 a some sort of a, a floating luminous sphere, and and they also there was also a UFO reported in that area at the same time. Um, and then another incident from 1973 in Western Pennsylvania happened. It's called the Greensburg case. Uh, and it's very, very strange. Um, there was many people, there were 15 people who saw this, uh, flying saucer land in a, you know, c come down in a pasture. And there was a, a 
some 22 year old guy uh, and a couple other people that went to investigate and they found this uh, UFO landed. It was like, it looked like a bubble. They said it was dome shaped like a big bubble just sitting there on the ground. And then all of a sudden they saw these two Bigfoot, these hairy and Bigfoot with the, you know, they were hairy, they had glowing eyes. They're walking along, along a fence line that was uh, surrounding where this thing had landed. And these, and the one guy, he started taking shots at these, at the things. And uh, all of a sudden the, you know, every one, one of the creatures started, uh, you know, whining out in, in pain. And, uh, Although this this motor sound that was coming from the this landed UFO, uh, it's it immediately it just stopped. It suddenly just stopped, and then it, and it disappeared. And uh, the beings disappeared. And actually, then it just it left this glowing area on the you know on the ground. And these two Bigfoot, uh, they just they were still standing there looking at where this thing where this flying saucer was, and then they just went walking back into the woods. And then later on, the cops showed up. The ground was still glowing. It glowed for, for hours afterward, right? Uh, there was farm anim animals had avoided this spot. I mean, this is an unbelievable story. So taking all of that into consideration, uh, why are extraterrestrials uh, sometimes seen in the vicinity of Bigfoot? Okay. Again, uh, you know, especially we, we we know now, I mean, the Pentagon, you know, basically confirmed that there's objects out there they of which they don't know not where they come from or how they operate. Uh, pretty much, uh, I know there's people out there, well, they, you know, you know, uh, who, who try to claim that, well, uh, it, it might be China or Russia that are using these kind of this kind of technology. No, 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 no. It's not like they just it's not like uh, the, the United States military has just started encountering encountering these things in the last five years or or uh, over the last 20 years. Even they've been encountering these things uh, for, uh, you know, since at least 1947. OK. There are numerous reports from from pilots. And uh, one of the best, again, I, I keep, I, I, I'll, I'll never end, uh, never stop pointing this out. One of the best books I've ever read about uh, the UFO and, and United States uh, uh, military is called UFOs and the National Security State, Volume 1 and Volume 2. They're two different books, actually, by a historian named Richard M. Dolan. And... Uh, those books are great. I, I mean, these these books are, are you know, um, you know, you know that they're real. But anyway, getting back to the situation at hand here, why are are Bigfoot creatures uh, sometimes seen in the vicinity of uh, flying saucers and you know purported spacecraft? Um, that's a big question. Um, are they are the are the uh, extraterrestrials using these beings as slaves for some purpose? Uh, uh, you know, or is the reason that we cannot find a, a, even a dead big Bigfoot, you know, uh, you know, lay dead in the woods? You know, is the reason that we can't find one is because somehow the aliens are are making have have arranged things so we could never find them? Uh, because maybe there's some something the aliens don't want us to know about ourselves. Uh, and and that there's there, there would be answers uh, in the DNA of a Bigfoot. Uh, what if we're what what if we're actually half Bigfoot and half something not from this that never originated on this planet, but from someplace else? 
And if we had a Bigfoot, we would like our scientists would say, hmm, hmm, maybe, you know, guess what? Uh, it looks like we're part this thing and part something we don't know. Maybe that's the reason. And and somehow the extraterrestrials, you know, <laughs> with the advancements that they have at their uh, uh, in their possession, they they cloak these things from from us and maybe that's why the bigfoot are just so elusive because they're being uh they're receiving cover from ets i know it sounds insane and i'm not saying this is what's going on i'm just throwing this out there as a possibility because we just don't know the answer now of course i mean there's a lot of people out there uh, if you're one of these people who don't who, who just can't accept the idea of extraterrestrials or the idea of bigfoot um then I don't know why you're listening to this. Now, if you're one of these people that, you know, have seen, uh, who's a knower like I am, I like, I, I, like I have not seen a Bigfoot personally, but I've read enough, enough things, uh, to, to, you know, to understand that. Yes, this is, this is real. I mean, again, the Patterson Gimlin footage, I, I, that, that's not a hoax. There's just no way. So, you know, and and when 15 people in Pennsylvania, you know, see a flying saucer and then some more people see it. Yeah, there's some Bigfoot creatures hanging out near it for some reason. There's something going on. And that's not just the only case. I mean, there's multiple cases of these situations that have been reported over the years. Um, you know, what's going on? Um, are they are, are Bigfoot themselves? Are they extraterrestrials? Maybe, you know, it's all some sort of a, a front. Maybe they're not, maybe, maybe they're extraterrestrials and maybe that's what they look like. They stink like that, but they're somehow highly intelligent and maybe they're, they're uh, coming here from outer space. And that's why we can't catch them because they're just way ahead of us. I mean, nobody ever really thinks about that. We, we always, we all, all assume, you know, that uh, Bigfoot creatures are, you know, you know, uh, you know, primitive versions of man but what if what if they're not what if they're not even from here what if what if bigfoot uh come here in spacecraft and they're they're out you know doing something that we could never even imagine you know what if they're in the woods you know uh doing some sort of experiments and sometimes we see them and then they just use their technology and disappear i know that sounds completely insane i actually don't believe that but again i mean when you don't have any answers you, you know you have to explore every possibility and i guess that's a possibility i don't think i don't i don't think that's what it is but it could be i guess i mean because nobody else has a has another has any solid answers i mean why are extraterrestrials and bigfoot sometimes seen together you know what's going on um it's it's a mystery uh, it's actually there's a mystery. I mean, it's a mystery in 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 mysteries because I mean you got the Bigfoot mystery by itself, then you got the extraterrestrial mystery, and then you get the two of them together, and that's even a bigger mystery. Well, you know why would that be? Um, I don't know. It's just something to think about. I, I, there's there's a connection there for some reason. There's been a connection, but again, it could be just simply that maybe these Bigfoot, maybe the aliens, you know, the same way they abduct uh, human beings and, and take them in their spacecraft and do things to them and then set them back. Maybe they're doing the same thing to these Bigfoot, you know, they, they find them somehow. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they have, I'm sure extraterrestrials, if these Bigfoot are, you know, rogue beings, you know, uh, you know, primitive human being style, half, 
half ape, half human walking through the woods, and we can't find them. I'm sure extraterrestrials have technology that could uh, weed them out and uh, probably draw them in, you know, and then put them on their craft, you know, look them over, you know, you know, put them in, you know, paralyze them basically, and then set them back in the woods again. I mean, I'm sure that that that, that there's technology of uh, at the at the fingertips of extraterrestrials to do those kinds of things too. It's just a big mystery, but there is a connection. There's been enough reports. Now, if you would just, if it was just one story about this, uh, you know, but this, there's tons of stories out there. There's tons of books with this in there. Um, <clears throat> it's just something uh, that we just have no answer to, and all we could do is speculate on on why that why there's a connection between these uh, these two different, uh, you know, basically, uh, <laughs> we don't have we don't have absolute proof of, of these things. You know, I mean, it doesn't mean that they don't exist. I know I've seen a, a flying saucer. I haven't seen a Bigfoot, but I've seen, I've seen a, a, a spacecraft that, or a craft that was flying around that there was no way it was made by, by humans. <laughs> no way. But anyhow, I want to point out that uh, there was an interesting documentary that was recently uploaded on YouTube um, called uh, uh it's called invasion on chestnut chestnut ridge and it's about uh you know bigfoot sightings uh uh extraterrestrial spacecraft uh incidents and and uh some bigfoot slash uh ufo incidents uh that occurred in uh west uh, an area in western pennsylvania where a lot of strange things have happened and i'm going to leave that link uh, in the description for this so you know uh, i would check that youtube video out it's very interesting and uh anyhow thank you very much for listening <laughs>